Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings. We are back from Redbud in studio. Did you have a good time? Dude, it was great. It was great. I'm really glad that I uh, decided to come home Saturday night and not stay for Sunday. Sunday was awesome. For anyone who doesn't know, I uh, lost a $450 GoPro. And he didn't race either. And I didn't even race. Um, I also lost all the footage I had on that GoPro from Friday's amateur racing which was fantastic. As me and Travis were driving back from the hotel on Saturday night after the races, uh, Travis had an epiphany halfway, and he's like, well, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I had about an hour and a half conversation with myself. Yeah, yeah about four or five silence. slices of pizza. Yeah, about four or five slices of pizza and said, nah, I don't think I need to race No, I'm not going to do it. No, he literally talked himself out of it. As shitty as the day went, I'm really happy I didn't because the day would have only gone probably worse had I actually raced, mm -hmm. and we would have just been up a shit creek without a paddle. Yep. Um, but anyway... We are wrapping up Redbud here, and uh, just a couple uh, housekeeping things. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. I have about 353 pictures on the big camera, not counting the stuff on my phone. Um, so I think I'm going to do like 10 a day or 10 every other day. So make sure to follow us on Facebook because I'll put those up. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We have lots of cool stuff coming down the pipes here, including I have uh, two laps of the 250A pro moto or pro sport moto from yesterday until the guy brandon green 174 Shout awesome brandon dude. green yeah uh wadded up uh actually coming off a of t3 came off a of t3 on the second lap went into that uh hockey stick left hander mm -hmm. there and uh wadded it up oh, so pulled back it. yeah popped his shoulder and his knee out at the same Ooh, time yeah. he told me when he stood up and went like this he popped his shoulder back in however the knee was still a little jacked up um and by that time when he came around the gopro was like this facing down so i uh you know did the first couple of laps and then uh cut it out but um yeah so we have that coming up uh we also uh i got the opportunity to interview amy hood this weekend um Check she was that cool out. That video is up right now also because it'll go up the same day this one will at the same time, actually. So make sure to check that out. She is an awesome person. And uh, thanks to her again for doing that for us. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram, post a lot of moto stuff. Again, I have a bunch of pictures on my phone also that I took. Not only pictures with this camera, but pictures on the phone. So I can do pictures on the phone on Insta. Um, and then uh, there's all sorts of support links down below for stuff if you want to support the channel. Amazon teespring um patreon uh so you know help us out or just subscribe would be best um and then don't forget if you cannot watch the whole show here we also have a podcast you can just listen to it to be real honest with you Doesn't put them earbuds either way yep put them earbuds in on the way to work or at work or while you're working out do whatever you gotta do we are on itunes podcast and soundcloud i will try to get on more at some point but for right now, that is where we are. I know, I think Matt uses Google something, so I will try to get on that too, but I only have so much time in the day. So anyway, um, track, I don't know if you've listened to any of the post-race interviews. Or no, but I have press a conference. pretty good idea of what everybody's going to say. It was super deep. Way too deep. I super deep. I love Tim Ritchie and the way he preps the track and the dirt that he brings in. I think we, uh, next to Millville, have the best dirt in the world, in my opinion. Well, maybe Lil Mel's pretty close too with the sand. But, uh, yeah, ripped it way too deep. The uh, black dirt corner before the Thor triple in the back, um, we stood there all day. And uh, we actually uh, watched, uh, in both 250B practices, about 58 crashes happened in that corner alone. Um, so deep that you can see swing arm marks in the ruts before the corner. And uh, it was basically pulling people's feet right off the foot pegs. Yeah, and when the ruts are getting so deep in the transitions that everybody's just basically, uh, if they get too much of a lean angle to the right or the left, balancing on their uh, leg to stay upright. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good when your transitions are so deep that nobody actually is under braking because they're afraid to bury the shit out of it, so they just hold it wide and don't form any braking bumps. It just forms ruts because they're either just pushing the top layer off or they're just gripping and digging so hard. Yeah, no, I um, I respect Tim Ritchie. I think he went a little overboard this year. Yep, 
And actually, everybody said, yeah, this was probably the deepest red bud they've been to in a Because the problem is the a lot of the corners, you know, for National Day at least, especially where we were standing, where they brought it in, it apexes so quickly, and then it hooks. Like, unless you just lean in right as you enter the corner, like you're feathering the clutch on the outside, you can't get a good rut to form. It just pushes off. And, yeah, no, I... Uh, I don't think he'll ever do that again. I don't think we'll see it that deep for Destinations. I don't think so either. And he brought way too much sand in actually on the elevations too. Uh, yeah. But I will tell you this. I called it. It was not as deep yesterday. Oh, they, for Sunday? Yeah. They oh, it doesn't surprise they me. They literally just like almost looked like they smoothed it and then packed it. Minis would have got buried. So, they would have yeah. just been sticking bikes left It right. was because I had to walk that whole area up yeah. there, the pro section, looking for my GoPro. And uh, yeah, so it wasn't as deep. Um, but, uh, yeah, and speaking of designations, we have our tickets. We do. We will be there, so any of our foreign fans that are coming over for that, make sure to uh, hit us up. We're going to have a new start for designations? We're going to have a new start, which is funny, okay? So I listened to uh, Daniel Blair's podcast, mm -hmm. and uh, he was talking to Anton from Transworld, yes. Antonovich, yeah. Yeah, yep. and uh, Anton didn't know anything about any changes that were coming for designations. However, when I was there Thursday... They were announcing that the start was going to be moved over by the woods. Then they said again on Friday. And then they said again on Friday. So it, it's, I don't know. I, I mean. We're really hoping, though, guys, we have no information. We're just letting you this know. From what we know and from where, like, they have no idea what they're going to do. We really hope that they just don't move the start and that's the end of it. Really hope they do something. Or you're literally going to have dudes coming into the first turn, fourth gear wide open. Which I think will be awesome. Yes. But we're, I, I. I have to imagine they're going to do something. They're not just literally going to have a start straight that's, you know, a football field down into the first turn. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. Um, and they were talking about, like, maybe that, that they don't think that Thor jump's going to be as big in the back, too. Oh, the step-up triple? Yeah, I guess there were some people there from the FIM. Like yeah, there was a lot of people. Yes. Yesterday, um, which they said they did uh, they did drug testing yesterday, too, so that. Well, I think Giuseppe but... sent some of his goons over, too, as yes. well, so, yeah. Yes. So, um, anyway... Uh, and one more thing, um, if anyone hasn't seen it, okay, oh, yes. well, let's start with this here. So I went up to the podium for after the first 450 moto, because, let's face it, it's been kind of a talk of the town of controversy of fans giving it to Marv. At Southwick, yeah. At Southwick, and it, it, it was at uh, High Point, too, and I want to say yep. it's kind of been a steady thing. Didn't happen as much on the West Coast, but yeah. since we've gone back east, yeah. yes. So I went up there to see, hey... Are they going to give it to him because he got second in that first moto? Especially and we, and we didn't. And I was like, all right, sweet. You know, we're kind of past this childish shit. Like, oh, we took my, yeah, we're, we're, we're staying classy. Mm -hmm. Then we we see this last night. So if you haven't seen it, go to, uh, what is it, Sano Shots? Sano Shots or Sano, Sano Photos photo or something. Or some, hold on, I'll look. I got it. I got it here. Let's see. But, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I think on. it is. Hold on, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got. I just gotta scroll back through about five thousand messages <laughs> of us talking shit today. Yeah, it's been a long text. Uh, hold on, guys. Wait, hold on, pause, pause. Great, go great get, show. Go get some coffee, guys. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great show. Great. Oh, wait, there oh, it is. Oh. Instagram. Boom. Get off my screen. I know, this is great radio, bro. Sano Shots. Sano Shots on Instagram. Link down below. Um, go check him out. So there is a video. Marv's walking down the fence after the race, high-fiving fans, and this dude is just giving him the finger and telling him that's for you. Now, it's it's very clear. I, I've not wavered on this on mm -hmm. the show. I am not a huge fan of Marv, okay? And neither am I, really. Okay, and, and well, we'll get to that. I'm not a huge fan of Marv, mm -hmm. and I'm not always a huge fan of his racing. But standing there, giving a guy a finger after he wins the race, especially Marv, because he's, like, one of the nicest guys out there. Yeah, he's, like, the most, uh, least confrontational we person. Ha we haven't even met him, and I think he's the nicest guy. That's mm -hmm. all I hear is that he's a nice guy. This yeah. isn't, like, the 90s when you had people kicking each other. And yeah, it's not John Michelle Bale. Yeah, things, or anything yeah. like that. And to stand there and give him the finger, well, let me just tell you this, buddy. You can come give me the finger next time, <laughs> and I'll break that fucker off, and I'll stick it up your ass. Yeah, it's that's completely disrespectful. Uncalled for. We don't need it. I know it's a thing in sports, but you know, keep if you want to act like that, go to those dumb stick and ball sports. Yeah, if that's where you belong because you like it in the butt anyway. Yeah, I mean, then those are the exact reasons why people outside of the sport think we're just a bunch of drunk hillbillies riding because we don't respect anybody. Yes, like I said, it's fine. You know what? It's your prerogative. The great thing about living in this country, you can root for, cheer, whatever. 
But you know what, dude? Until you've set your ass over a 450 and done two 35-minute motos in 95-degree weather on a rough track like that, go sit the fuck down and just, you know, keep kissing your fat wife. Because, bro, it's not it's not cool. That I hate that. That guy's not married. Uh, probably not. Did you see what he was wearing? <laughs> no. It was like a fucking American flag jacket that he, like, made Oh, himself. yeah. So he was just He's a hicker belly that yeah. does incest. Anyways. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, so... Yeah, and Marv, kudos to him, dude. You could have been a jackass and just said something to him. Nope. He's like, thanks, man. Thank you. Yep. I, uh, very, very impressed with how Marv handled yes. it. He was like, thank you. The only way he could have done it better is if, like you said, he would have tried just to... Just gave him a hug. Just, guy. come on, bro, bring it That's in. That's what I would have done. No, no. So, yeah, that dude, you can go fuck off. But, hey, yeah, for real, um, my name is Travis. You can find me on Instagram. Link in the description or in link in the start of the video if you're this dude. And I'll be at Des Nations, and you can find me and flip me off, and I'm going to break your fucking finger off and stick it up your ass for being a dickhead. And it was funny because everybody on Instagram, I was surprised. I thought some people agree. They, they all stuck up for Marv. They said the same thing. People said the same thing you just said. I don't really like Marv, but that was bullshit. Yep. So, Dad, dude, you can go to hell. And I'll take your stupid American flag jacket off because you don't deserve to wear it. And then I'll wear it. We'll put you in a box, and we'll send you to <laughs> Russia, and you can live there like an asshole. With Evgeny Babyshev. Because you're an asshole. Because you're an asshole. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Before no, let's get into this racing, bro. Let's oh, go. Boy. Woo! we got to change batteries. This is going to take a while. A while. <laughs> class because they went first yesterday so why don't you make some asinine comments about how eli did so that all the haters can come out of the woodwork here and talk a bunch of shit to you and then i will tell you how wrong you are and how stupid you are mm. and then we can move on after 45 minutes so why don't you go actually no we ain't got that long the batteries only last like a half an hour so you got mm. five minutes go well you know make eli, your asinine eli, comments eli is not your well i mean you know he's not your point later points later anymore Just i mean keep it coming Bro, he's not your points leader anymore. He grenaded the bike the first moto. He was great. Are we just going to kind of like do this a running thing, just talk about Eli and then just talk about everybody else? Yeah, I just made a couple of notes. All right. Well, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Kenny looked better yesterday. Uh, I think it was last Whoa, whoa. Pause. Oh, we're just going to go into... You're talking about... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. And then I'm going to come in and tell you how dumb you are. Okay, okay. Eli is not your points leader anymore. Marvin was has a three-point lead. Uh, Eli was cruising out front. I think it was like 12 seconds after Eli or after uh, Kenny hit his normal wall at 20 minutes, and uh, I think it was like 10 or 12, and then like three laps to go. Bike grenades. Uh, still haven't heard word what it was. I imagine. Uh, I heard it was the oil cooler yesterday. Yeah, Saturday, no, it's great. But... Yeah, one of the oil lines probably got clogged, and yeah, that's great. So it's a great thing about running the oil coolers. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, 10 points in the second moto. Eli's all the way on the outside. Has a 10-point gap. Uh, buried into the first turn, working his way through. I think he got up to, like, 18th on the first lap, so he was definitely making moves. He was ninth in the first 10 minutes, so... Well, that's what I, I mean, like, that's what I mean. He was, like, 18th after lap one. Uh, and I was sitting there marking him, you know, because we only have the Megatron down there, but where it is, it's kind of far to see. And, uh, I think, yeah, 10 minutes in or 12 minutes in, he was still 20 seconds out on, uh, Eli, or Marv and Kenny and Barsha. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, you know what? He's just going to mail her in. He's just going to try to go through, get a top five. And then we get to, like, I don't know, the 16-minute mark, and he lies down in the Monza wall. So he goes back to 15th, uh, works his way back up. Uh, I think it's about five minutes ago, and Eli decides to go down again. That I don't know where because they didn't really show it. And uh, passes Cody Cooper about a good three times, so I feel really bad for Cody Cooper. And then, uh, yeah, ends up ninth and blows uh, that 10-point lead he had at the end of, uh, or after the second moto. So, uh, yeah, he's not your points leader anymore. And uh, old Eli showed up for about a moto. So uh, we got a championship now. And, uh, yeah, he pulled some bonehead moves, man. All he had to do was uh, do what he's been doing the entire year. And he did, why, he did basically what I thought he was going to do. He was going to push it. And uh, the sense of urgency got to him, and he blew a 10-point lead in that second moto. First moto is obviously not his fault. He was gone. But that second moto, I don't want to hear anybody tell me, oh, my God, he didn't blow it. He didn't blow it. Bro, he had a 10-point lead. All he had to do was literally ride like he did at Muddy Creek and get a third, and he would still have the points lead. But he decided to, oh, no, I'm going to bonsai in, and I'm going to try to work my way to the front because, you know, I can't have Marvin Kenny beating me. And he blew it. Like, I implore anybody to tell me any different. 
tell me, um, is it easier to fit the balls in your mouth because the French have small ones from us having to save their ass all the time, or... You know that I actually, through this call conversation we had today, it really had nothing to do with Marv. I've been talking about Eli. I've really never actually, like, said anything about Marv. Like, I could have cared less than... Even Marv, had he not won yesterday, he would still... He would be tied right now in points. So this really wasn't even a Marv thing. This was an Eli thing the whole entire day. Like, he had a shot to retain the 10 points. All He, he could get fifth with his eyes closed right now. And, no, he hit the deck twice. Old Eli of maybe 16 showed up, and a little bit of 14 showed up, and he blew it. Like, the first moto was not his fault. I've said that the entire day. You can't control a mechanical. But to tell me any different with a 10-point lead when his worst finish this year has been a third because he got a bad start at Muddy Creek and decided, hey, you know what? I don't need to go after Barsha. I got this huge gap. It was 25 or whatever it was at that time. But no, he hits the deck twice. Like, one time, okay, fine. But can't sit there and tell me when you hit the ground twice and you've only crashed one time the whole entire year the week before at Southwick that is not a metal thing. Like any off that's false. He crashed twice at Southwick. So okay, so he crashed twice in one moto, but he got second. So let's just so he got second. The correct, but uh, he did he did or he did not because all I heard last week was he got second. Oh, we we crashed twice, but we're still the points leader and we didn't lose any points. Okay, he crashed twice at Southwick in one moto and he was still the points leader. Well, he had it down to ten. He knew he had to get to the front. And he still hit the ground twice. So okay. So where's, where's so, so we have one bad moto. Yep. And it cost one you, bad moto. And it cost you the points. And yep. Okay. Sure. Cost us. Cost us the points. It did. Although we lost twelve points. You, but it cost you the points. Okay. So you can say that the mechanical, yes, on the backside of the mechanical, but you can't say exactly. Mecha- you just proved my point. It's not it's your the point. Listen, of the listen, listen, listen. It doesn't ah. matter. It doesn't matter. Our mechanical is part of motorsport. They are part of motorsport. Okay. So you can't say that just because the mechanical, Jeremy Martin. I'm not going to sit here and blame him, though, because he lost 22 points because of a mechanical. Did he have a 10 point lead in the second moto? He motor. lost 22 points. And he had a 10 point okay. lead in the second moto. So. And he blew it. So let's just let's just go with this. The mechanical doesn't happen. And you can't do that. You can't Why do can't that. you do that? You can't do it because you're, it happened. This is not a hypothetical world where we live in fantasy land where two fairies and bunnies. He you was going to win that first moto. But it doesn't matter. He, he was going to win that first so moto. What can Jer- the bike Jeremy up. Martin could come to you last year and say, well, the only reason if my fuel pump didn't go out the first moto at Hangtown, maybe I could have won the championship because I lost 25 points. But it doesn't matter because it did. He lost by almost 100 fucking points That's what I'm year. saying. So, That's not even in the same realm. So, but he, he was still already, lost by 75 points. And he was already bombed. He was already down by 25 points after the first moto. Oh, my God. See, this is why you oh, Eli fans oh are annoying God. to deal with, because you say, oh, this hey, could have, would have, should I'm just going to play the you now. Okay, so, hey, so Kenny won, so he's probably going to win the rest no, of the No, no, no. And, and this is why I said all This is why I said all day in the text why I cannot stand Eli fans. You guys make excuses. Mechanicals are part of racing anything with a motor. Did he or did he not have the points lead in the second moto going into the second moto? Sure, okay. yeah, and so he had a it, bad moto. Was it his responsibility to just mail it in and keep the points? Sure. Okay, so he blew the points lead. <laughs> On the gnarliest track of the year, he crashed twice. But what was he doing the first moto? Right. What was he doing the first moto? Dominating until his fucking motor Exactly, exactly. So he, was he was dominating. He was dominating. How is that his fault? It's not his fault. The second moto is his fault. He was dominating the first moto, so the fact that the track was gnarly has nothing to do with it. Okay, so he's dominating the first moto. Yep. Okay, and so he knows he can dominate. So yep. he comes out the second moto, and he, and he the gets a shit start, and he goes, okay, I know I can fucking dominate. Yep. I'm going to the front, and then he hits the ground twice. Okay, that kind of shit happens. In, if you want to talk about, well, fucking blowing a motor up is part of racing. Well, part of racing is so what happens, you hit the what ground. Happens, so what happens after Look the Look at fr- fucking Dale Earnhardt. So how, many, how many Daytona 500s so did Dale Earnhardt lose because first, he was trying to go to the front so what and hit the wall? He, what could he have done after the first lap when he crashed, got back up, worked his way into the back of the top 10, was closing in on Cooper Webb again for six? He could have just said, hey, man. Hey, man, all I got to do is get six. All I got to do is get six. I can just leave with the points, and that's all I can do. Or he could say, hey, I was winning by fucking, like, 15 seconds. No, 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 and that's why, takes, that's why he's never going to be. I'm going to the front. That's why he's never going to be in the elite level of Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, and Ryan Villapoto. Because his mental state is not good enough to understand when to back it down. Does it piss you off because he reminds you of Stu so much? Stu 
once again, had seven championships by age 23. Eli has three, and he's 26 years old. Not even in the same level. Does it piss you off? Not even in the same league. Not even in the same league. You can keep coming up with all these excuses, man. You can keep coming up with all these excuses. But plain and simple, your boy, or what wasn't your boy, and now is your boy again because he was winning, and I don't care who it is. How is he out my boy? I'm sitting here trying to defend him. You never picked him for a title this year. Okay. So that doesn't make him your quote-unquote boy because if you don't pick a guy for a Pick Kenny for a title, you but Kenny's my boy. Supercross, like I did. But Kenny's my boy. But you picked him for a Supercross title, like I did, and okay. we were both wrong. Fine, Kenny we got his motion. Pick black, both pick bad yep. outdoors, and we were both yep. wrong. Yeah, we were both wrong. I've been but, wrong a lot this year. Yes, so exactly. I'm gonna just continue to fucking. So go I'm not gonna just here. jump on this bandwagon just because he's winning. I'm gonna stick with Kenny and still stand by what I said earlier. When Kenny's 100, percent he will dominate all these dudes like he has before. Yes. but he's not 100. percent Yes. But fact is, we are on the same page. With Eli that, yes. blew the championship points lead yesterday. Sure the motor blew the championship no. points lead. No, because because if he would have no. only had the bad motor, the second motor, he only loses 12 points. So and he wins the first so motor like he was, was going to. Was the second motor not his fault? Like he was going to. Was I'm not saying it's not so his, it's fault. his fault. It's his fault that he lost the championship. All he had to do was get top six, and the points would still be his. So the fact that he didn't get top six is sure his fault. Blow, I'm pretty sure the blown motor was more points he lost. So, so when you have a 10-point gap, and then you blow it by hitting the ground twice, and automatically you end up losing the championship points lead, yes, that's your fault. Because once again, you guys, and I've seen this on the forums too, they're like, oh, well, the blown motor blew the championship. No, it's not like he blew the motor and then they were tied. He had 10 points. If he would have blown the motor, the second moto, and not had another shot to get a win or to even just get top five, then I would say, you know what? Fine. I completely agree because he did not have another shot. But that's why we run two 35-minute motos in motocross. So... To sit there and tell me that the fact that he hit the ground twice when other than Southwick was the only other time that's happened and he got second, second, and the fact that he lost it is not surprising, you're fooling yourself. I don't care what anybody says. He blew that championship points lead yesterday on his own because he still had 10 points on Marv. And you keep telling me, well, this is this new improved Mar or this new improved Eli. He's really relaxed. He's How really many motos has he won this year? How many motos has he won? And you're How many my, has he won? And you're making my point. You're making my point How for many? me. How many has he won? You're making my point for How me. How am I making your point for you? You're making you're my point for me. me. Yes, you're exactly. One, one race. One bad race. And you're just like, Boop, yank the carpet. He's done. Fuck it. Never going to win again. Never going to win again. No, 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 no. Never going to win again. That's the point you're trying to make here. Because he had one bad race. Yes, you are. Did you pull the rug on Marv in the first two rounds? No. See, that's where you guys and Matt did the same thing. When have I said today that he's not going to win this championship? I'm pretty sure I said about four times, three points with five rounds to go. That's that's nothing for him. That all he has to nothing. do is. So I've never said this whole entire time. You can go back and read all those five thousand texts or whatever it was. I never said that Eli's not going to win this championship. My point was is it proved me right once again that when the pressure's on, Eli implodes. The pressure was on for him to go to the front. He got ahead of himself and he hit the ground once. Okay, fine. All he had to do was settle in, go get in the top ten. He caught back up to Coop, who was running like sixth or seventh, like three damn times, and then he hits the ground again. That's a mental thing with him. If he hits the ground once, not a big deal. But to crash two times in a moto when you've crashed only two times one time, and it'd be back-to-back -back weekends, might I add, that's on you. That is on you. Do not sit there and tell me that that didn't surprise everybody who was an Eli fan yesterday. The fact of with the... And you keep talking about the first moto, with the way he rode the first moto, that he couldn't stay on two wheels that entire moto? No, sorry. Sorry, dude, sorry. I've never said that Eli can't win this championship. But what happens if, and this is, once again, we're playing these hypotheticals in this fantasy land, just like where mechanicals don't happen. What happens if now old Eli shows up and he completely implodes and he blows this championship? And this is a big hypothetical because maybe he goes to Millville in two weeks and goes 1-1. He didn't go 1-1 last year, got his ass handed to him. But what happens if he goes and he just implodes? And he implodes, and he blows, and he, and he blows, blows, does blow this championship. What? Big if. Here's so if he does, no, it's not a big if, because Eli does not perform well under pressure. He's blown two championships because of it. So I'm saying, if he, he does. He performs well when he's coming from behind. Oh, yeah, guess what? It's never won him a championship, now has it? He's 0-2. He's 0-2 in Supercross. I when does he come from behind? He came He came from behind in Supercross from like 50. And what happened to him? What happened to him? Did he win that championship? I'm pretty sure he held the red plate. Did he win the championship? Weeks, so did he win the championship? Going here. Did he win the championship? We're going here because we're going to play some hypothetical going forward. We're not going to go backward anymore. We're going to go forward. Mm -hmm. So, Millville. Yep. 
He got beat by 20 seconds. I'm going to have to say Marv's probably going to win Millville. Yeah, so, okay, not, Marv wins. Okay, so Marv wins Millville. So Marv okay. still goes 1-1. One, one. Yeah, so he's still nine points up. The points, he's nine points up okay. at that point. So then you're going to go to Washougal. Where he got his ass. He ended Eli's ass again last year. I'm going to say at Washougal, they probably split. And then you go to Unadilla, where okay. Eli's never won. So you're going to go to Dilla? All right. And what happens if it's a monsoon again? Well, that fucking throws everything out. Okay, so this is my point. So then you're going, you have two tracks left that Eli... Statistically, but, is better than Marv. Bud's Creek and Iron Man. Yep, which Bud's Creek, really, Eli's not even that well. It's just Iron Man, he performs well. Because Eli didn't even sweep last year. Fucking Bogle won a moto. So, if you want to play these hypotheticals and they split, Eli doesn't win the championship. Because okay. all Marv has to do is get in second. And I'm not saying that's going to happen. But what okay. I'm getting is, is that Eli does not perform well. Everybody talks about this coming to the front. Yeah, you know what? The last two Supercrosses, he's come great for the front. And guess what? He's got zero championships to show for it. And he's got nine out of 14 moto wins so far. It does year. not matter if you don't win the championship. Uh, Ryan Dungey will tell you the same thing. I'm just saying that going forward... We're we're very yes. Um, you're very on the he isn't gonna win here. No, I'm Even on the you're saying well implode. it's only three points. Yeah. And now you're like well he's gonna implode he's not gonna win whatever. Because facts are that's what's happened to him his whole entire 450 career. Tell me different. How many championships does he have in four seasons? He's got the one. He's got one. Okay. And what happened is it happened in the other ones. He's imploded. He's imploded a lot worse than what we're already seeing here so i don't think and he hasn't won a be, championship because of it i don't think it's gonna be he imploded worse last year yeah and he almost lost it did he win he won okay so you just made my point about the whole oh eli won. won nine races but he didn't win a championship that's my point that i'm trying to tell you it doesn't matter how many supercrosses eli won he has zero titles to show for it i was pointing out this season he's won nine out of 14 most oh nine out of 14 and, and guess what had, he still doesn't have the points and lead. now he's had one bad one and he doesn't have the points lead one bad so it doesn't matter if it's just one. All it takes is one. He doesn't have the points lead. So we've got uh, 10 motos left. Yep. So he's a uh, 9 out of 14. That is a... Oh, shit. Wrong thing. Fudge. Fudge. And also, another thing, if we're going to play hypotheticals, because I know where you're going, he's won 9 out of 14. That should prove. What's his record since we went to the East Coast? It's 64% wins. What's his... He wins 60% But what's his record? Motos, what's his record since he's gone to the East Coast? What's his moto win record? Four, so he'll win, he'll make up at least uh, what's six times three? 18, 18 points. That gives him fifteen points ahead, and that is counting on Marv winning the other four motos, which we've all seen could be a not possibility because Marv has done worse in most of the motos than Eli. What has. is what is what is Eli's record since we've gone to the East Coast? What's his record? Um, how many moto? How, uh, what, what, not overalls. Moto wins. Because that's what we're playing at this point. We're not playing overalls. One, two, one, two. Yeah. So uh, when's the and last time he's gone one, one? When's the last time he went one, one? And a mechanical. When's the last time he went one, one? Uh, Thunder Valley round three. Thunder Valley round okay. three. Okay. So by your math, you're basically saying that Marv has just as good a shot as winning as Eli does. Because that's basically what has happened since we've gone. It doesn't matter if it's a mechanical or hitting the ground. Part of racing. So him and Marv have split on the wins ever since high point. Okay. Right? Sure. Okay. So, it doesn't matter whether you think that Eli, just because he has been more moto wins than Marv does, it doesn't matter. Because since we've gone to the East Coast, him and Marv have gone 1-2 or 1-3 or whatever since we've been to High Point. So, by that math, uh, Marv's still going to win the championship now because they'll basically do what we talked about. Uh, Eli won 1-1, Marv will win, and then it'll go back. And then Eli will win 1-1, and Marv will go back. So, playing the hypotheticals, Marv's going to win this championship then. Sure. Okay, so what I'm getting at is is that even if Eli does win this championship, rate for him. But guess what? It's going to be a bigger disaster if he does not win this championship, and that's what I'm getting at. Sure. Because he doesn't perform well under pressure. Sure. Because he's blown himself up three times now. Sure. Yep, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. I've never said one time today that Eli does not have a shot to win this championship. Sure. You two were putting that in my mouth, saying that that's what I was saying. Do you need some bigger aspirin? I don't want you to have a heart attack. No, I'm just yeah. telling you, dude. I'm getting face is getting really, I'm really red. well. I don't want you to pass. I don't want you to pass out already lack of red. blood in the rest of my your face body. has already been red. I'm just telling you, bro. I know because if you just spent less time texting me and more time working, we could have shot this show earlier today. Uh, I was in the hayfield for about seven hours today. What were you doing? You shot. You text a lot for being in the hayfield. Uh, it doesn't really take much to uh, zip ties, put a hay bales on there, go like this, you know. Okay. So, uh, point is, is that uh, you guys can keep running back and forth with these little Eli, you know, bullshit excuses. Hey, man, it's cool, dude. When the wagon gets a tire that's low on air pressure and you jump off of it, it's fine. The rest of us, will keep going with it. Oh, you know? mm, yeah. Like, how, many pay, how many championships have you picked Eli for in the last couple like, years? Kind of like the uh, Zacco train that you weren't on. Yeah, and I'm never going to be on it because I'm not a bandwagon fan. 
Not a bandwagon guy. No. I don't jump on bandwagons. Zacho Train was not a bandwagon. No, that was a bandwagon because you didn't pick Zacho for a championship either those first two that first year. Well, yeah, duh. Zach had never done that. Exactly. So I don't pick that championship kind of at all. I don't pick championships well, for guys just because they won one. Now we have a heart of a champion. Worthy. Yeah, you got three and you lost one on the four, and now you'll never win one again. It's great. That that train's gonna keep on rolling when you go to the four fifty class and you become a tenth place guy. Yeah, that's the guy that I want to put my support behind. You want to put some money on whether he beats Pike or not? Uh, Weston Pike went healthy. Zach Osborne will not come close. You want to put some money on whether he beats Pike or not? I don't told you I don't gamble. I know. But I'll tell you right now, Weston will whoop his ass in Supercross. Weston will whoop his ass. I'll, dude, I'll say it at the beginning of the show so it'll be on record. Weston will whoop Zacho's ass both in Supercross and outdoors. Okay. Fucking Zacho couldn't even win a damn arena cross in fucking France and beat Cole Seeley, Dean Wilson, and fucking, you know, Marvin Muscan. He won one of them. Oh, big deal. And then guess what the rest of them? He got fourth and got blown his ass off. Okay. So that's my point. So, you know, you guys can keep spewing all this shit, but it'll look great if Eli doesn't win the championship because then I'll just be sitting there going, hey, you know what? I tried to tell you that he's a fucking head case, and, you know, it is what shit. it is. But then if he wins the championship, it'll be great because I didn't pick him to win a title because I'll never pick him to win a title because I don't trust him. He does this dumb shit all the time. And this is why you have relationship problems, trust issues. No. Yes. No. So yeah, uh, you keep. Would you keep, like me to get the, the doctor couch out and we can you keep? Talk you can, about no man. You can just keep issues. just keep going on that bandwagon, bro. It'll be it'll be great. And then I really want to hear at the end of the year if he doesn't win this title, how big that bandwagon is. What you guys will be saying going to Supercross? Oh yeah, that's right. You'll say the same thing. Yeah, Eli's gonna win a championship because he wins all these races, and I'll just be go. He's got one in you know five years. Yeah, I don't know. I think if Kenny stays healthy, I think Kenny's gonna win the title next year. Yeah, and so do I. That's my point. But there will be other people that say they'll keep holding on to that. Well, Eli's got 18 wins in the last two years in Supercross, and he's done this. Yeah, and he's got zero titles to show for it. Yeah, it's like, great. It's like Stu 2.0. Uh, no, once again, Stu's accomplished more in his career than Stu Eli. Stu won ever two won. Supercross titles. I uh, won two Supercross titles, an outdoor title, four outdoor or four uh, 125 championships on a 125. Has the second most wins We're of all time. About, we're not talking. Has about an undefeated that. season. Uh, second most, second most in Supercross history. Yeah, where's Eli stand in that whole thing? He stands as Stu version 2.0. Yeah, uh, you got to titles. You got to you got to accomplish a little bit more before you're gonna go Stu point 2.0. Stu 2.0. Maybe less maybe, titles. Yeah. Same problems. Yeah, he has the same problems that he can't stay off the ground, but he's never gonna be as successful. So yeah, you can't really. It would piss me off too if I just went from one guy to another who had these same issues. Man, it would really. I'm not an Eli fan. I'm not an Eli fan, so I don't have these issues. Oh, you heard it here first. I'm not an Eli fan, so I don't have these issues. Oh boy. Here we go. So I don't have these issues. Here we go. Oh God, the comments are gonna come alive. I it's don't. Really, I don't trust Eli. I hate his fans. I do. I hate his fans. All right. They're I annoying as shit. I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, it's man. All right. It's kind of like the Stewart fans. It's okay. No, except we. Except the difference was is we were racing the greatest of all time. Who's oh, Who's Eli been racing? Who's Eli been racing? Here we go. We're gonna get into a fat Ricky and. Who's Eli been racing? He's been racing a guy that he he's been racing a guy that he has racing one guy that has a 450 championship. Here we go. So it's okay. It's Here okay, man. Here we go. Stu and you know Stu in his prime would put Eli's dick in the dirt, and it's fine. Here we go. He would whoop his ass. I'll yep. Just, and then he would crash first, and then Eli would immediately follow. Uh, yeah. Except uh, it would take a little bit because Eli would be about forty-five seconds down. Win. Eli would be about forty-five seconds down from Stu, so it would take him a little bit to catch up. So you would hope you would hope that that blowing the bike up thing would happen to Stu, which actually didn't really happen a lot in his day. So it really wouldn't no, matter. He just lawn darted himself. He yeah, didn't and, need to blow the bike yeah, up. Yeah, and, and, and it also got him the second fine. most wins in AMA history. But you know that's neither here nor there. So another question for you. Think we're ever gonna see anybody like the greats again? No. How many years do you think it's gonna be before we get one of these kids? Never. Through? Never. I don't think so? No. Nah, I never see. Never. Uh, if it happens, I will go as far as to say I'll probably be dead when that happens because I don't see anybody that's even. Who in the hell is gonna win ten straight outdoor championships like Ricky Carmichael? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it'll ever happen again. I think that uh, Ryan Villapoto was probably the closest we were gonna see, and that didn't happen. Uh, he is one of the greats. I mean, top three all time, depending on where you want to put him, second or third. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll ever see anybody even like Dungey again, where he's just consistent, and that's how he wins championships. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that, because that's boring. But, hey, Hurlings has still got that championship. It's back up to 23. So. I know. I, did you watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
How about that rhino that broke collarbone and broken ribs? Ribs. That dude's just an animal. Just a fucking animal. But you know what? I do hope that Eli wins the championship because then it'll make it better come MX of Nations. Because if Eli doesn't win this championship, all the Euro fans are going to be like, well, that wasn't, the, you know, sure. that wasn't really worth it. Okay, now that we've got 23 minutes of That's us great. spattering Dude, on it'll, it'll be great, Eli. It'll be, it'll be great. Let's, uh, let's move on to a couple other 450 notes. So, uh, first off, Ken won that first moto because Eli's bike blew up. Yep. But wins a win, he'll take it. And uh, I don't think he was happy about it, though. I don't think that. I don't know. He seemed all right in the in the press conference and the interviews I heard. He seemed okay. He was very much in it, like you know, it, it kind of wasn't like the way he wanted to win, mm -hmm. but he's like, "Wins a win, and I'll take it." It was cool to see everybody so, where we were standing, clapping for him and yeah. stuff. Like if anybody, you probably will not see it on the on the uh, broadcast, but where we were standing, pretty much that whole fence line when he came around for the last lap, everybody was uh, they were cheering for for Kenny, and yeah. I imagine some of them probably weren't even his fans. It's just cool to see him get a win. Now I would say too after seeing it in person and seeing it on TV now, they have started to figure out some things with that bike with the new suspension. Mm -hmm. I feel like he looked a lot better. Even in that second moto when he lost, he still, not only did he look better bike-wise, yep. he fought back that second moto and yep. actually went back and forth with Marv a few times before Marv really started. He's yapping. looking like he's trusting the front end a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. He's waiting. So. He's looking like he was compensating a little bit, not knowing what the front end would do, and now more, especially with the deep ruts, he was waiting the inside peg more, and he was actually... You know, trusting that his front end was going to stick in the rut and not push on him. Yep. You know, so yeah, he definitely, who knows, maybe he'll go one one to Washougal. He's killed it there. I'll tell you what. I don't know. I, I still stand, I still think he gets, I still think he gets two more moto wins this year. I don't know where it'll be. Maybe he'll be Unadilla. Maybe, you know what, maybe he just goes out and whoops Marvang the Eli to Unadilla. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what, watching him ride though. A gear high oh, I know. Oh, I know. and just oh, I know. just roll through. And that was great for the deepness and stuff. Aggressive. And that was great for how deep it was and stuff because you didn't want to instantly bury it if you were running a gear too low and just revving the hell out mm -hmm. of it. So for anyone who doesn't know, Kenny rides a gear higher about five thousand RPMs less than everyone else. Yeah, unlike so if you're if you do go to one of these final pro nationals, make sure to pay attention when he goes by you because you will be amazed at how quiet his bike is compared to everybody else. And that's why everybody says it never looks like Kenny's actually going that fast. Yes. Because he literally, the uh, old cliche term, light on the bike, he just literally floats through sections. I literally had to explain this to a kid next to me because he's like, dude, why is he not going fast? I'm like, no, he's going fast. I think it's because everybody's watching Barsha behind him second. <laughs> Bro, did you, have you seen, did you see how squirrely fucking Barsha came down the elevation oh, before T1, that time. last lap? At, oh, at the second moto, the dude, time. the back end skipped out literally completely sideways and straightened his ass out, and he literally just stayed in it and dragged the clutch all the way through oh, the corner. All the time, just gnarly everywhere. Well, speaking of Barsha, though, dude, he was on a mission to prove that he he's once on that MX Nation, and game. you can't not. I mean, right now he's the, he's the third best guy. I know, the, but the thing is. Ando really wants it too, and are we gonna get into politics? I'll tell you what, I don't want to be either of those guys because I, think I heard Anton and Daniel Blair talking about this. Whoever gets it is fucked because the other fans are gonna hate that they're on there, and well, then if they don't perform, well, you know what? And see, the, then that makes it even harder if that because I haven't heard that, but it doesn't surprise me because Anderson keeps saying. But the problem is, is they announced it at Unadilla. He's not supposed to be back till Unadilla. Anderson has unfinished business at MX Nations. He won a moto, and then he was a dipshit and rolled over the finish line and got landed on kamikaze by a Japanese guy. But, also, let's be real, Barsha has never not done well at an MX Nations. I mean, he has won motos there at Lomel. When everybody was getting lapped, he was the only dude that didn't get lapped. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not an Anderson fan, but I do respect him. But, dude, you can't pick Anderson, because I know he had the great moto at Glen Helen. But with the way Barsha's riding now, dude, like... I told you this, and I've said the same thing to Matt and a couple other people. Come back some nations, and nations, for whatever reason, Barsha just gets up with that race. For all we know, and this is a big if, but it wouldn't surprise me, Barsha might win a moto at MX Nations. Like, that is the only time I could outright see him actually beating Eli, straight up. Because yep. he just gets so hyped for that race. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, I wouldn't pick Anderson. I just, you can't. It's disrespectful to Barsha. I, I wouldn't either, but I've heard he's like a couple of days out from riding as of, like, Sunday... He was like a couple of days out, and I don't know. I think it's just disrespectful at that point. I do too, man. But you know how politics, know how the politics go. It is charged, and especially with uh, Roger being the team manager and the whole KTM Husky. All I'll say is I'll be super pissed if Anderson. It's not like it's a bad choice because yeah. you know Anderson will still, you know, he'll work his ass off to get there, and it'll help him having a month from the last round to it. Yep. But it'll piss me off a little bit with the way Barsha's ridden this year. Yep. Clearly inserting himself as the third best guy. Yep. Because, obviously, Kenny, so. Yep. So, yeah. Um, and then the other only other thing I had to come up, I came up with was Blow's got third that first moto, which was 
awesome. Well, I was gonna say I'm surprised you didn't say anything about Phil getting there, getting a fifth overall. Yeah, Phil. What Phil was it. Phil was on it. He Phil. looked good actually. I know. He, maybe he didn't have a frown after the race. Maybe bad Phil didn't come up, dude. He just, <laughs> just dude. Not you know, Phil. I'm telling you, I'll give him. He rode great. I know he, he wasn't really like up there. He was up there for the what was it? The first moto he was running up front for like yeah, I think so. Few laps. But uh, I'll give him credit, dude. He went like what six six, I think. His bad guy went five five. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, good for him. And then also Justin Hill getting fourth that second moto and stuff. Baggett, just Baggett continues to die. be ahead Casey worse than Eli right now. Dude, I don't I don't know what his deal is. I don't either. That uh, I can't explain that one. I can't, I can't either. I can't. I really thought that was gonna be his weekend. I even said it to you at the practice. I was like, oh, maybe yeah. this is Baggett's day. Second time he's had the fastest lot qualifier, and he just decided to ragdoll himself into the ground that first lap. Pretty much. And it was spectacular, much. by the way. Yep. So, okay, anything else you want to talk about 450s? No. Lorenzo LaCrucio up front on the starts. That was pretty cool. Oh, and uh, congrats to the Brit Jake Nichols, who had never been to Redbud, getting a 10th overall. Good for him, too, or 9th yep. or whatever. Yep. So, uh, yeah, he's trying to get on that uh, Great Britain team since Dino's hurt. Which I think is pretty ha- uh, pretty pretty good chance. Yeah, with Dino being hurt, for sure. Yep. So, all right, cool. We'll move on to 250s, which will be a lot shorter. <laughs> So, uh, we had AP take Forkner out in the uh, first moto. That was kind of cool. And the second moto, I fell asleep leaning against the fence. And my legs are fried. You can't see them, but the back of my legs hurt so bad right now. They're, like, red. Like, this red. All right, cool. Good show. We'll see you all next week. I'm just kidding. We're off next week. So, we're on to Millville. Oh, you want to talk about that? Okay, so the AP Forkner thing. Have you watched that? Yeah, I went back and rewatched it. Did you like how uh, Forkner kind of swept out wide before the launch pad there on AP? Well, and that's the thing, and I know a lot of people were talking about that, and they said, well, and that's all I heard. Well, they're like, well, look what AP or what Forkner did, and, you know, in the left hand at the bottom of the launch pad. The only thing I'll say to that is is that uh, the gap was a lot closer. AP knew that Fortin was on the inside of him. Mm-hmm. You go to T1, and yes, you have to swing out so far, and you're braking so hard coming off the rollers, even if you rhythm out just because you're wide open going through them. Um, yeah, Fortner had no idea until he shifted his weight and straightened out. And you could even see him. Everybody's like, oh, he could have let off. Dude, he literally did roll off and pivoted out. And guess what? Everybody's like, oh, that inside line, and it did. You know, like I said, once again, with how qu- tight these corners apex, you can't really get the bike planted, so you sweep wide. Yeah, AP literally could have just, like, pivoted a little bit, and he made it a point to just keep drifting wide. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to call out uh, AP for some bullshit on that one. I don't know, man, because even Forkner said, eh, I probably should have let off. Yeah. Like, like, I've listened to a couple I, interviews with you know him, what? and he's like, I, you know, he... Uh, it, but it, it also goes back to what we were talking about in the truck. Fortner is not trying to ruffle feathers right now. He's me. not. So I get what you're saying. But it, but I, I, and I gotta say, he, he like owned it. Of you know, I probably could have let off, but I didn't think he was gonna quite come all the way, and then he did. And then I've also heard, well, you know, it was a rear wheel on front wheel contact. That means AP had the line because his rear wheel was there because he must have been ahead of him. So again, it was that points towards Fortner should have let off, you know. Now last week, no, I will I will still throw Amart under the bus for Southwick. Yeah. But this no. one, I mean, after when, when it first happened, like I was with you, I was all fired up against AP about like, oh man, that was kind of shitty, that was dirty whatever. But then after watching the replays, after watching what happened in corners prior to that, I kind of backed off it a little bit and went, eh, you know, this was a little bit more than what we thought, and it wasn't, and I don't know. Foreigner could have let off, and I'll only say this. I think that just because of how much momentum he was coming out of that, like, he literally just swept wide. He didn't pivot down. He didn't score down anything. He rolled the outside and let the berm carry him through. Even if he does roll off, and let which, which he did, dude, he was carrying so much momentum coming out of that corner, and yeah. I don't think that he thought the AP was that close. Because, dude, once he got around him, like, Fortner gapped him quite a bit. Like, I would say it was probably, what, a good two and a half bike lengths going through the rollers. And then he swept wide. And once again, how hard do you have to break coming to the outside to use it? I don't think that he thought in the back of his mind, because they even said it on the uh, NBC show, like, Weege and AC freaked out. Like, he was yelling into the mic because he couldn't believe what he just saw. And GL said it. He goes, hey, you know, like, you just don't really think that they're that close. 
I don't think had he even rolled off, like, what was he going to do? He would literally had to come to an almost complete stop, dude, like, because he was wide open coming out of that corner. What was he going to do? I think it was inevitable that, that was going to happen, and I and I get it. You know what? AP did have the line because, once again, Fortner had to sweep so far wide. But also, it is a responsibility of AP to realize, like, hey, like, maybe I can turn down a little bit because I don't want that guy running into me either. Like, yeah. I get it. I get it from both sides. And once again, after I, I agree with you watching it, I wasn't as fired up anymore, but it's a responsibility for both the guys. Yeah. Because when you're coming into a corner, you know how that goes going to swing wide. Even when you go inside out, you also know, like, hey, like, if that guy's wide open and he's got the drive on me, like, we both might get taken out because I just wanted the lock. So, I, I don't know. I I'm a little upset at both people. Like, I get it. Fortner should have let off, but AP also should have had a little bit more respect going, hey, man, like, I know this kid's going to go for it. I, I don't know. I'm conflicted about it. I'm, I'm bummed because... Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a eh, but it, again, AP didn't make a new line. No, he, he was just, He was just no. following the line. He did not go across ruts or anything. No, he didn't. He went right with that line, right where it opened up. That rut literally arced, straightened out, and then pivoted. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, is that from what I understand, from what I've heard, is that, and I, I've only kind of half-watched that moto, and we weren't on that side, so we don't know. Yeah. Um... Fortner had been going outside the whole time. Yeah. He should have at some point known that line comes out there. Yeah. So as he's going through that corner, I don't know how when you're in a bad... I mean, again, he, he probably didn't think he was that close, but still, when you're going through a corner like that, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I look down to see, like, hey, is anybody coming inside to clean me out? Well, that's the thing. So, is so why did he not? And I've rode that track enough that I know that that corner is wide enough. If you go high, you can look down low and see, like, hey... AP's coming to the inside. Maybe I well, should let off. Well, if you if you watch, and, and that's another thing. If you watch Fortner with the way his head position is, he's not a heads up guy, and that's another well, that's technique thing too. Mm -hmm. He rides with his head tilted downwards. So unless he goes like this, and then obviously it's once again not to get too technical, but your brain you have to see where you're going for your brain to process what your body's going to do. Unless he's going like this, and then the body let his flow. He was looking down like this, and I watched it. Like he swung wide, and then right in the embankment, he went like this. I don't know. It's it's hard because you're looking at it from all angles as a racer aspect. You're seeing what you're visually seeing. Yep. I guess the biggest thing I'm upset is, is that even though I'm not the biggest Austin Fortner fan, how much of a role he's been on these last three motos and then just for it to be torn down. Because I know that we said you thought that AP was a little bit faster, but I honestly believe had Fortner, had that not happened, I think Fortner was going to win that moto. Now, the second moto, it didn't matter because Fortner got a shit start. AP got out front. But, man, I just, I guess I feel for the kid. Like, yeah. he finally was putting it together, and he could have three straight moto wins, and to have two of them taken away, because whether you get taken out or you want to call it that, like, that's just, that's a bummer, I guess. Mm -hmm. That just sucks, because, like, he could have been fourth in the points by now. Yeah. And by the way, looking at the points, speaking of that, because, yeah, the second moto, other than me marking Frenchie to see where he was coming through, you know, Travis said what he said. There wasn't really a lot going on. Everybody was just so dead tired. They just settled into a place. Um, yeah. The points are like 35 right now between AP and Amart, I think, or 32. Um, I Troll, think Troll Train's not holding it together. Yeah, I don't think Troll Train has a shot at this title at this I point. I don't think so either. And uh, looking at the points now, McElrath and Fortner made up a lot of points on Cooper over the weekend, these last two weekends. I think it's only like 10 points to third. Uh, I think we've seen the meltdown of Justin Cooper, what we were worried about. What did he go yesterday? Uh, like 10-6. Or like nine six or something. He faded that. Oh no, it was the second moto. Bro, the first moto, he was a minute and five off the pace. Hmm. Uh, I think that the Cooper train. And I. <laughs> well, I mean, you, we say like a meltdown, but you got compare it to Jordan Bailey. Oh yeah, 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 Still like. But I'm talking about people are like looking at being third. That's what I mean. Like we were all shocked. But remember what we talked about? We thought when he went east, when it really started getting the heat of the summer, like. And I'll tell you what. When you go to Millville and you're in the middle of that valley, it's humid as shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. And that's fine. He's a rookie. So I'm not, like, being critical of yeah, him. Like, it happens. Yeah. Like, for the fact that he's ridden this well. But I just didn't think that he was going to be able to keep up what he was doing the whole entire year. I mean, it was just an off weekend. Once again, he's never ridden at these tracks before. But if that is any indication how the rest of his year is going to go, yeah, he's going to be, like, sixth in the points here real soon. Because, dude, like, I didn't, I, I thought the same thing. I didn't, year. I didn't think he was that far back, and then I watched the show, and I'm like, oh, a minute and five, minute and eight, that's that's far. That's yeah. far off the pace. And I'm pretty sure his lap times were, like, a few seconds slower. So, uh, but, you know, he's still third in the points. Um, Michelle Rath did good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, Mike Mosman had a good ride going that second moto until he, he decided did, to yeah. weed it. Yep. And, yep. <laughs> 
And fucking bummer for RJ Hampshire after oh, that first moto. Dude. I didn't even realize he got second the first moto. You were like, I know. Until I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, he's second. Well, because you see AP and then you see Frenchie yeah. and like there were so many Hondas back there. Like McAdoo was buried. But yeah, to go from second and then just like on the start, the track, I'm like, oh my god, dude! Just like I'm thinking, RJ, just <sighs> dude, get off Geico Honda. I don't, I don't really like you that much, but I respect you. You just gotta leave Honda, bro. You gotta go to a different team. Is it Honda or is it just no these kids? Because you've got Hampshire's that way, Smith. Yeah, Jordan Smith, Sean Jordan Cantrell doing nothing. Sean Cantrell. You know, you almost gotta start looking at it. Is Doing these training facilities, riding all year and stuff like these kids are doing, yeah, is that is that really the way to go? Because, dude, let's face it, you got this rookie Justin Cooper who hasn't done that his whole life. Well, he comes in and he's been killing it, and now he's he's even even though he's having bad days here now, like it's not as good as it was the beginning no, of the yeah. year. He still isn't sitting on the side of the track well, watching. Look what we said about Sexton. Like, dude, after in practice, did you were you thinking the same thing that I was thinking? Like second in practice? Like, yeah. oh, this is Chase's day. Yeah. And then look what happened. Like his second motor was better, but like, bro, he mm, no. No, I, I don't think it's a Honda thing. I'm just like joking around. Like I think he just needs to get away from the Honda and try a different brand, go to a different team. Because yeah. maybe his luck will change. Because when you when you see RJ get second, like straight up a second, other than Fortner going down, you're like, okay, that's the guy that like everybody thought he was gonna be. Yep. And then it's just like, nope, nope, we can't put two motos together. We yep. just can't do it. It's like it's like we're gonna kill him. The guy will be like, nope, you can't do it. Nope, just gotta pluck you up, throw you on the ground, and it's over. And I don't like. He didn't even ride that second moto. As no, no, no. He crashed. Is there any turn. like? thing come out is he injured like um, or, I haven't heard anything okay because I haven't either so um yeah Frenchie did really well him and Martin uh Frenchie went 3-4 Martin went 4-3 um I know it's a while away are we basically now on the same path as AP's got to be the, the MX2 guy for MX Nations I know he was making a big stink about it on the podium are we uh, yeah. he's gonna be the champ like unless something happens he's gonna win this title you would think but when he rides like the that only, the only other option i've heard would be to put barsha on an mx2 bike and bring ando eli and barsha oh but we all know that ain't gonna happen because oh. for some reason we're idiots and we don't want to do that but <laughs> it would work it would work great barsha would... there's no way that wouldn't work because he would, would win, the, he oh, would win the mx2 qualifier by like 50 seconds he would win the he dude he would go 1-1 in mx for the mx2 class what happens least. if he did if not Win playing 07 Villapoto and just win everything. Because think about how good those star bikes are. Think about oh. how about a factory Yamaha, a oh. real factory Yamaha 250F. Oh. You know, I never thought about that. Like, dude, why don't we just do that? I've Put more on a 250 I've, I've heard it a bunch, yeah. Well, I mean, there is still hope. People have been talking about your boy Zach Osborne. He's going to be ready come October. He's going to be healthy. People keep saying. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm just, that's the thing, though. People have been saying it. Okay, look, I'm driving that Zacho train, <laughs> but even I'm not doing that. No, what are you going to do? You're going to put Ando, who hasn't raced most of the summer, and Zach, who hasn't raced I most of the know, summer, dude. in. Hey, I, guys, go ahead. I We're thought you would be happy. You're like, yeah, yeah, dude. No, no. Because so I want to win that fucking just race. The, okay, just a question. As much as I know you're a Zacho guy, how... Pure honesty, no, no over exaggerating. How do you think he would do? Give him, give him two weeks to train because that's probably what it would be—is about two weeks to train. Okay, give so, him the same bike. Then. So, okay, so for these other countries, I mean, the biggest test would be Prado or a Prado or Frenchie if he goes. Yeah, Brandis. that's true. That's true. So you have those two, but realistically. I think he handles Prado. Even coming off the bench, I think he handles him. Yeah, I don't think Prado's that good, to be real no, honest. Prado, well, he's like he's, he's winning, but that's because I don't think anyone else in MX2. Well, Covington can't get a start. He'll yeah. win the first moto by well, 20. Covington yeah. won't have to. Well, unless he runs for Puerto Rico. Or yeah, whatever. but anyways. Okay. So I realistically think he would honestly uh, be the second fastest 250F rider. How do you think he would do as, in the class group? Oh, with 250 and 450, would he be top 10? In the MX2 MX3, you would have to think he'd be top 10. You would think so. I, I'm not even as that guy, and I would think that he he could get top 10 in that second moto. But the first moto, that's where I'm curious. You think he could get top 10? Because I mean, when you're looking at JVA, Jeremy Van Horbeck is like the weak link on the Belgian team. I don't know if two weeks on the cop or two weeks Zacho could beat JVH. Yeah, I don't know, man. Against the 450s would be tough, especially at Red Bull. Yeah, you know it's gonna be even even if they don't rip it as deep, it's gonna be deep. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I don't. I'm just, I threw that out there. I want to see if you, but I've heard that, and I'm like, you know, yeah, Zacho's been a beast. Yeah, I'm like, Zacho's been a beast, but I'm like, even that's a little, that's like now, Superman shit. Now, if he, if he stayed healthy, went all summer, won the Yeah, well, yeah, that's different. That's guaranteed, different. And, and, then, and then it's going, well... Well, hell, even if he didn't and J-Mart end up win the championship, you know how good J-Mart is a red butt. It's the same thing. I thought yeah. we'd have no problem. It's just, I th- I keep hearing these, a lot of people are very reluctant to, like, super, like, pick AP. Even if he wins his championship, and I'm going, you got to. Because at this I point... I mean, I can understand why, because... Fortner's the best second option at this point, but Fortner's more inconsistent than Eli at yeah, this point. Yeah, but know, Fortner, but... like, is he, he's he got to be the second pick. I know that Amart's second in the points, but Fortner is destroyed. I still like we take Anderson, Eli, and Barsha and put Barsha on an MX2, Bro, right? Because he had no other ride a fucking 450 off the limiter anyway, so... We might dude, I'm all about that. Play. I'm all about that. Maybe I, dude, I think he would just absolutely destroy... Like, dude, he would destroy that product, kid. Maybe, like, maybe he goes RV07 and just wins the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I... I mean, it would be awesome, but... Yeah, yeah, he, he ain't gonna thought. beat Eli and Hurlings. I'm joking around, but seriously, though, I, like, it'd be one of those things I could see him getting third. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could see him beating... Everyone yeah, else. Yeah, because Cairoli, I think at this point, I don't think Cairoli's gonna be healthy for that race, so, like, that's... So, yeah, I could see him beating Fevron. Guys are probably crash his brains out on the Friday. He's doing better, actually, though. I know, I know, I'm watching the race. Doing better. I know, but he'll probably crash his brains well, out. Come on, dude. Li- we have huge lifts at Red Button. As dude, much as I like Timmy G... We have huge lips. Bro, I'm going to get an air horn, and when Timmy G goes by, I'm going to hit that air horn just because that's my boy. That but, is my boy. That dude, by the way, he loses his fucking visor more than any ride I've ever seen in my life. That fox helmet. That thing just goes, breaks off. Well, we saw it the other day, and that kid crashed right in front of us with his fox visor, <laughs> gets up 20 minutes later, grabs the visor out of the dirt, right on. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Bill Bill's in two weeks. We are off. Uh, who's your winners? I, do you, do you, yeah. And, by the way, it looks like there could be a monsoon again that week. So it looks like it could be last year. Well, if there's a monsoon, we're going to throw it all up in the air. But if it's normal, I think Marv wins because he's really fucking good. Marv, for or, some odd reason, he's good there. Marv or Kibby Kenny. Dude, well, they, look they, what he they, did they, in 16. Start, they start figuring out the bike here. And look what he did in 16. We've got two weeks. Yeah, I Although, mean. In the press conference, he said tomorrow, or, yeah, Sunday, so yesterday, yeah. he's going on the boat. Oh, I don't He's me. going on the boat. Then they go, Marv, are you going on the boat too? And Marv's like, I don't know. That takes Kenny tomorrow. I think I think it'd have been I think it'd have been even better if he goes. Yeah, hold on. Let me get a hold of Elden real quick. Let me text yeah. him. Elden, am I going on the boat? Yeah. No. And well, then Barsha goes. Well, I got a boat too. You guys want to? You, you guys, guys, guys want to get, get on a boat? You want to go nineties moto? I'll hang out, drink beers, and just smash pussy or what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Marv's married. Kenny's engaged. Barsha's married. Barsha's not married. He's engaged, too. Okay, well, they might as well at this point be married unless, you know, Cooper Webb just decides to yeah, savage yeah, and take all their chicks. Fucking moto life, bro. Anyways, so uh, Marv... guys in the 90s cared that they were no, married? No. They didn't. I'll agree. Marv wins, wins Millville. I think he's, I just think he's good there. So, But 250s. Can you say any different than Amar? I think that Amar's got to pull his luck. He's got he's got to win at Millville, dude. If Amar doesn't win at Millville, he does not win a race this year, period. Oh, for doesn't sure. Doesn't win a moto or no sure. this year if he doesn't win at Millville. Yeah. So do you think he's going to? Because I probably he's got to. you have to give him the nod. He's got to. He's home track and he's raced there so much. And he's I mean, you could almost you he's could almost, he's probably riding there right now. You could almost say that he's faster than J Mart at Millville. They like, probably have that thing fully nationally day prepped, and he's out there just ripping motos, bro. Dude, he's got he's got to he's got to win that race. Like I'm not an Amar guy, but he has to win that race. You would think he he just does, and he has I, to. If he doesn't. Then yeah, title's over. Yeah, he's not gonna get a win the rest of the year. So nope. uh so yeah, uh Marv and uh Amart. Oh god, two fucking KTMs. <sighs> Yuck. Jesus. Anyways, uh yeah, so uh two weeks off and then we get two races and then another two weeks yeah, off. Yeah, we have no show next week, so deal with it. Don't forget we've got the Amy Hood interview comes out. Check with, that out with this show. Check it out. She's super fun. Thank you, Amy Hood. That was badass. Interview's awesome. Wasn't there for the interview. I was gone, but still, yeah, that's make badass. Make sure you watch after the credits for the outtakes on that because that was pretty funny. Give her a follow too because she gave us a shout out on her Instagram. So go follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I'll link that down below right here right now. I have to go through and do so many Instagram links right now. Um, but yeah, other than that, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Codings. Wrapping up Red Bud. It's been a long one. It has. Some idiot would shut the fuck up about Eli. We would have been quicker through this. Uh, but hey, at least we have something to talk about now. Merlings is the best. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook. Subscribe. Links down below to support us. There's a podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we will see everybody in two weeks after Millville.
coolest thing was him going from where he jumped the first time to Caesars because mm-hmm. he had a police escort. Mm-hmm. So he's literally doing burnouts and fucking wheelies down Las Vegas Boulevard. No shit. Yeah, and like they didn't like block the whole street. It was just like a police escort through. So there's traffic everywhere. <laughs> and he's like fucking pulling up to cars, like high-fiving people in their cars. People are running out off the sidewalk taking fucking selfies with him. He's high-fiving them. Yeah, dude, like literally doing like burnouts and wheelies going down Las Vegas Boulevard. Only awesome. Travis Pastrana. Only did he, Travis did he, hit all, did he hit everything clean? Hit all three clean. Nice. All three clean. He almost didn't do the last one because he said... Um, was it the bus jump? No, the last one was the palace. Oh, okay. Uh, fountains. But he said that he was only going to do it if his bike was 230 or below. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my bike literally was 230. And I was like, I gotta go. And he went and did it, dude. Of course. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was cool. Of course. It's cool. I, mean, I didn't I didn't particularly care for the hosting. And then who they have hosting it, dude? Uh, I don't know who the hell the guy was. Was it a Red Bull? I didn't do much research on it. Was it a Red Bull uh, sponsored thing or what? Not really. It was more History Channel. Oh, okay. Like, okay. the only Red Bull I really saw was his hat after he got all done, and his uh, helmet had Red Bull on it. But other than that, it was just a lot of Nitro Circus and oh, okay. History Channel branding. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it, uh, the, the guy who hosted it was just a huge tool. And then you <laughs> had Sal Masakela with Johnny Knoxville, who looked like he could really, he really wasn't there. And you had, like, Kerry Hart, who looks like he's been pumping roids. Awesome. Like, he's like, dude, he's like, well, yeah, huge right now. And then they kept bringing in these different other guys that, like, were, like, mental coaches and this, and doctors and this other dumb shit. But it was so hot there. So hot. They were supposed to have a helicopter flying over him when he went from one to the other. <laughs> and the helicopter couldn't take off because it was broke because it was too hot. Oh shit! So yeah, it was it was nuts. But anyway, okay. Scene three, take one, three, two, one, and.